Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for being uh, first listeners to this on the podcast, or if you're watching this live, I want to invite you guys as a thank you to be a guest on the show. So all you need to do is send me an email. The email is guest at investingyourselfpod.com. In the subject, say podcast series guest. And in the body, just say, hey, who you are, what your podcast is, where you're about. Send me three episodes you think I'll enjoy listening to. And then I'll reach out to you and we'll schedule a time for you to be on the show. So remember, that's guest at investinyourselfpod.com. And I look forward to listening to your podcast and then learning about you. So without further ado, let's uh, listen into today's show. Welcome back to Investing Yourself, the, the podcasters. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better. And today I am happy to have the triple A of podcasting. Yes, that's right. I have Adam Adams from the podcast of podcasting. Um, Adam, oh, sorry, the podcast on podcasting. Have it right here in front of you. Um, Adam, thank you so much for being a guest on another one of my shows. You were on uh, the Entrepreneur series and now you're on my podcasting series. So thank you so much. It's good to be here. I'm excited. And you've been on my show. And uh, yeah. even when you weren't on my show, I was also talking about you on my show. So, yeah, I heard that I was uh, listening up and I heard my name dropped a few times and I was honored because <laughs> you have a top, top 0.5% podcast worldwide, yeah. which is yeah, insane. It's, it's insane. Um, so, Adam, I'm going to start off with uh, just introduce yourself to the audience and let them know sure. a bit about yourself. Adam Adams. Started podcasting in 2017. Uh, as a real estate investor, I wanted to raise and attract capital for my business. I did have that, that podcast grew and did well, but I started it and it was the complete wrong genre. It was a complete wrong avatar is probably the best way for it for me okay. to say it. So I ended up selling the podcast when it was doing really well. And I started another podcast um, <clears throat> that I thought would attract the right avatar in the real estate space. And so we can talk about all things, mistakes and, <laughs> and, and, you know, selling a podcast or starting over. Uh, my, my current podcast, as you said, is the podcast on podcasting. And that is around 130-ish episodes published. Yeah. We've got like 10 more months recorded and ready to go. <laughs> and um, uh, I, I'm in that queue. By, by the time this episode airs, it's my episode I think would probably have aired because this is coming out in about two months. Okay, I don't mind okay. dating. I know, I know you don't like dating your episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem dating my episodes. Um, but yeah, so this episode is probably going to be release but as of recording it has it's in the queue to be released <laughs> cool uh so in short i have been doing real estate investing since 2005 and started the podcast in 2017 and got real passionate about podcasting so uh also like you supporting podcasters to just help them get to the next level yeah um i i love it because you you're going through you went through the same transformation that I'm currently going through trying to find that right avatar you had the right avatar which you thought was with your first podcast and I thought with my first podcast the feel better show and then you refined it again and you're current always refining the avatar finding that perfect you know client or individual that you want to help and I, I feel I'm doing the same thing with my different shows trying to find that avatar so I 
I like seeing that. I, I was reading John Lee Dumas's book, uh, Finding a Mentor, that's somewhere like a year or a bit ahead of you. And we were joking just before that I want to be like you and like, you're like, no, you're going to be better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I mostly said that because you're because uh, your last name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone brings better into the situation, I'm like, it's related to the last name. Um, but I, I want to talk about when did you f- find out that like your your original podcast on real estate it wasn't the avatar you wanted how did you f- find that out because i don't think podcasters f- like the ones that have an avatar they may not realize it's not the right one so i want to touch on that i didn't start thinking about it until about two years into it um it was already ranking top one percent in the world um and uh, we were getting thir- 3500 downloads per episode and um, I, th- I think we had barely, we had just crossed 300,000 downloads uh, around 350 episodes. And that was when I started just thinking, man, what am I doing? I want to raise capital from high net worth individuals because I'm, I've run out of my own money. My, all of my money is invested in my real estate deals. And the goal of the podcast was really to attract um, private money of other individuals who like wanted to be able to put their money into a deal that I, I was running. And I started thinking about the title of the show, which was called Creative Real Estate Podcast. And basically, um, when I was in I was in a mastermind and I just got up and I, I started saying, hey, guys, I think. I think I've started the wrong podcast, but I am afraid to sell it because it it specifically attracts poor people like it specifically attracts somebody who needs creativity in order to do a deal instead of somebody who has a lot of money. So they just want to be passive. And I, I it just kind of hit me when I was up in front of the mastermind and I'm like, what do I do? And people are like, how many downloads do you have? And I had three offers in the, in the mastermind that were over $50,000. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) I guess I'll sell it to the person who, cause I I treated it like my baby, Mm. but I was like, this is 2019. I get, I said, I guess I'll sell it to the person who, um, treat you know will adopt them and treat the treat you know <laughs> well, make sure that my take, kid is is yeah. good so that was at the end of 2019 and the cell closed it the beginning of 2020 and then um part of the agreement just uh, uh in case people are wondering is he and i co-hosted for a while for several episodes so i could kind of coach him to take it over and that the listener would get to know him and not just stop listening because the, it's no longer the host the, changed. Yeah. It's, it's more, instead of it being uh, like you, you promoting it, you need to show that the show is what's the promotion, not just the host and then segue over making sure that this guy can take care of the, uh, your baby. Yeah. Oh God. That must've been nerve wracking. It was different. It was, it was different. And I, I was, I, I think I cared more about him getting a good product than 
a lot of the other things. I really was like, you know, if, if he just jumps into it and, and I quit cold Turkey, the listener is just going to leave, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it was a good podcast. It is a good podcast now that he's like 600 episodes in. Um, and you know, I, I, I feel like it adds a lot of value to the listener. It just didn't attract the type of listener that I really wanted. And I, I think a lot of people miss that. I think like, for example, me, I was thinking to myself, I want to be famous. I want recognition. I want to do more business. So I'm going to start a podcast on something that I know. But I probably should have started the podcast on something that would ne- specifically attract my avatar instead of just something that I know. Because uh, it would have been just fine for me to interview people, even if I didn't know crap about the, the topic. As long as it was adding value to my avatar, I would have it would have been a win-win. Um, but instead, I was like, I, I can't start a a show about apartment investing. I'm just a, I'm just getting into apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was like, you know, but I know a lot about creativity. So I just, I, I, I labeled it that. And it took me two years to understand that it was the wrong direction for my, my end goal. But then you turned around and were able to successfully give it to someone else who's now creating the wealth that they want, the avatar that they're looking for. And you've been able to build another show in the top 0.5%, even better than the last one that is attracting your avatar, at least the current avatar that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's, it's been a fun journey for sure. Yeah. And I, I find the same way. Like this is my third podcast that I launched. I have a fourth and a fifth one as well. But I, each one is I, I learn a bit more of how to properly launch and automate as much as possible being a solo uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. You can, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Are, are you? Yeah. <laughs> all right, good. I just want to I, well, sure. I made a quick note of what you what we, were, we were talking about is all. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, your new show podcasting, uh, podcast on podcasting, why did you launch it? Well, what was the, the, the reason behind it? Well, there was a few things happening at the time. Um, I started serving podcasters in 2019, uh, as a side gig, I was still doing real estate investing and, um, coaching for real estate and, and raising money. I had raised several million dollars for our, our deals and, uh, I had gotten pretty good at it. So I was doing all of that. And in 2019, I was just helping some friends, like mostly people that I had met in our mastermind groups and things like that. People like the coach of the mastermind, like the leader would say, you need to talk to Adam. He he knows what he's doing. Um, and so that was building and growing a little bit in 2019. But the truth is in 2020, so I was partnered in a hundred million dollars of real estate investments. And these apartments, it's only seven buildings, right? It's just seven apartments, but they're but it's, it's, some it's, of them are like 20 million or 30 million. Uh, anyway, um, we stopped doing distributions, which basically means 
the passive cash flow that I was used to making that was enough for me to be retired stopped cold turkey in 2020 because we we needed to be cautious with the money and so we left all of the cash inside the property also one of the properties wasn't performing very well too but even the ones that were performing we just were we just needed to keep that cash there and so it was in 2020 that um that I was thinking to myself, man, I need to make income because uh, I'm not, no longer a, a, a big shot. I'm no <laughs> longer a big shot. So, so I was like, I've, I've got to figure out what is it that I could uh, do more of. And I decided to, I have 30 virtual assistants. So I actually started two companies in 2020. Uh, uh, well, I started one company about virtual assistants in 2020. And I decided to grow the podcasting company. The, the podcasting company back then was called like my podcast. But in 2020, I bought a new URL, uh, growyourshow.com uh, and, uh, and worked on these two companies. And it, I found out that sometimes virtual assistants don't work out for people. Mm -hmm. And if I provide a service to somebody that doesn't work out perfectly, it hurts my heart a lot. So with, we probably placed about 15 or 16 VAs and two or three, I think three of them did not work out. And um, I was like, I'm not placing any more VAs for people. Cause like, it's so stressful to make a mistake, but with the podcasting thing, there was two things that I liked about it. Number one, I never made a mistake. And number two, it was more of a residual income, kind of like the real estate investing. So for example, like we edit people's podcasts or you do marketing for a podcast and they'll pay, you know, weekly for the edits or something like that. And so I thought it was a solid business model. And, and that's kind of when I decided to launch the podcast is because it, it would help be a part of a funnel, if you will, like a, like the top of the funnel, mm. the awareness, people would share our content. People would like our content. People would get to know me uh, every day on the podcast, um, share it with their friends. And so I, I thought it would be uh, important to launch a podcast about the, uh, podcasting to support the same business. No, and it's and I, I want to touch on something because you you mentioned funnel, and I don't think enough podcasters actually know about what is a sales funnel or what's the how important a funnel is because they've they don't work in the world of business because only recently have like in the last like I would say three years business people have come into the space of podcasting and bring their knowledge in. So can you explain the the full sequence of a funnel, if you will? for the, the listeners so that they can understand maybe a, a pure, just out of uh, theoretical. Yeah. Well, whenever I, whenever I share a funnel, I usually use like um, visual aids. Um, <laughs> a long time ago when I was teaching raising money and attracting capital, we actually got, act, we got real funnels, true 
funnels and yeah. uh, five gallon buckets of, of water and, and uh, a pint of water, just a bottle of water. And I asked the, the attendees to pour the water into the bu five gallon bucket and then to pour it back into the water bottle. And everybody spilled and wasted a ton of water. And I said, you know, what would help? And they said a funnel. And so I, I pulled out the funnels that I had hidden and they put this little funnel inside the, the pint. And then they were able to easily get all of the water without spilling anything into from the five gallon bucket into the pint. Essentially what we're doing with marketing is getting something that's a, a wide mouth thing at the top of the funnel and we're pushing it all down into one place and that funnel is going to help us not spill a bunch of water what we'll end up doing is like the top of the funnel is really awareness it's really the people knowing that you even exist they're not buying anything from you yet the purchase is at the very bottom of the funnel. So there's awareness and then there's no like and trust and then there's purchase. So you could see the awareness is at the top, no like and trust is in the middle and the actual sales happen at the bottom of the funnel. In, in general, the way that we do it is we have a podcast that makes sure everybody knows who we are. <laughs> That's our awareness part. And then to know, like, and trust, there's a few things that we do. One of those things is lead magnets and uh, uh, a landing page. So a lead magnet might be something like uh, on our top website. Five, on on our website, for example, we've got a, a lot of people that are my perfect avatar, like that want a podcast or want to grow their podcast. They might want to have solid equipment. So I built a, a list of like microphones and headphones and webcams and um, soundproofing materials, lighting that could help a podcaster. And we vetted all of those things and put it into a PDF. And so then we have this, this funnel that this, this way that people can start to take action and go from just being aware of us to liking and trusting us taking action, giving us their email in exchange for this good value. So you go to growyourshow.com forward slash PDF and you can download the, the PDF, for example. And uh, a lot of the links on the PDF are affiliate links. So we might make uh, even like 10 cents or a dollar if they buy certain things, um, but they don't have to pay extra. But the interesting thing is they go into this landing page and then they'll they can put in their name and email and we'll just email them the pdf immediately so now we have their email address and we can stay top of mind we can stay in front of them we can let them know if we have an event we can let them know when another episode drops we can let them know if we have a discount a black friday sale or whatever and um at the bottom of the funnel it we will use calls to action um, we will have, for example, a discovery call. So my company, we always do a discovery call, which basically means like the person that probably took action on that, they listened to the podcast, they 
they got the microphone that we suggested and they really appreciated it. They're like, now I'm ready to, to take it to the next level. It's a free discovery call. It's like usually about a half an hour and it's meant for sales. It's the, the purpose of the discovery call is to find out if we're a good fit for each other. Um, and so we ask lots of questions to make sure that we know if we can serve you. And we let you ask questions too, so you know if we're the right person to serve you. And at the end of that, we we give an, an email that says, um, this is an onboarding email. So it basically says, read our terms and services, uh, uh, pay, and then set a call with me and you are you are set, you're ready to go. Um, so that's kind of like how our funnel looks. Like in general, best thing to say is you want awareness, you want no like, and trust, and you want sales. Um, so that's the best way to serve the, the most amount of people. I love it. I love it because it, it is true. Like with the podcast, it's the best way to also grow uh, trust because people can listen to the episodes, go, you know what, he knows what he or she knows what they're talking about. I trust this person that gives them a more, they fall, fall down the funnel even quicker, getting the PDFs and all that, that builds the trust and that. So I love it. And also helps with the affiliate links. You get a little cash on the side and they're supporting you. So they feel more in, in, involved in the show as well. Yeah. Uh, genius, genius. Um, what's, a, what's a goal you have with your podcast or your, your podcasting business? Yeah, yeah. Uh... The real goal is to grow smart. We currently have 32 employees full-time and about 60 clients. And I just want to slowly continue to grow it where my team can train more staff without me. Um, and it right now we're around 60 clients and it would be it would be ideal if in the year 2023 we have like 200 clients i think that would be a, a smart way to grow um and that brings in a decent amount of revenue um so like I, i'll be in a really good financial place myself and we will also be able to serve people at a super high level. So the goal ultimately uh, in short is just to grow slowly, just to just to organically grow it over the next couple of years and serve more people at a high level. I love it. I love it. Um, what would I, 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 I want to get a tip from someone who's had success, multiple success when selling a podcast because i don't think enough people actually think that it's possible to sell their podcast once it starts getting into the top three one point five percent what would you say is a, a good tip for someone looking possibly to sell their podcast well there's so many nuances of selling a podcast a you would want to make sure like I mentioned before, you would want to make sure that the listener doesn't feel let down because they are really there for you. Uh, you there's Fox News, there's all these other news stations, CBS, NBC. Um, 
and there might be a really good anchor or a really good show. And, and a lot of the people that watch YouTube channels, a lot of people that listen to podcasts really start to know, like, and trust and appreciate and, and connect with the host. They're used to how they talk and they don't necessarily want to learn from somebody else. So honestly, the biggest tip that I could share about selling a podcast is to co-host it for the longest period of time that you can. And um, even now, two years later, Jason, who purchased that podcast from me, still has the 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 intro says, now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. And the artwork, the podcast artwork still has Jason Lewis and Adam Adams on the artwork. And every now and again, I will still record an episode. And on that episode, I'll, I'll say, welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. It's your co-host, Adam A. Adams, filling in for Jason J. Lou Lewis. Uh, he can't be here today, but I wanted to, uh, share X, Y, Z for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, it, it, it's, it's been a two year transition so far and it's still going slow. So that would probably be the biggest benefit to somebody who's selling a podcast. And another way to do it would be. Um, if you are basically the owner of the podcast, but you're not the only host, if you have, for example, uh, if I wanted to sell the, the podcast on podcasting, I might get other experts in the podcasting field. I might work with you and a couple other podcasters that, that know what they're doing and bring them in as as co-hosts where they host uh like you might host a, a weekly friday show and somebody named amanda might host a weekly wednesday show and someone named sarah might host a weekly monday show and <clears throat> we can continue to add value where it's not it's no longer my name associated with the podcast but it's the value Mm -hmm. that you get associated with the podcast. And I, I would probably sell it with Phil and Amanda and Sarah continuing to do their, uh, their pieces for a while. That would be a, another really, really, really good way to sell a podcast. If it, it, when people sell companies, mergers and acquisitions, they often get rid of some of their staff. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're downsizing they're, They don't need uh double whatever, but the, a lot of times the, the sales team, the, the CEO will stay the same for a couple of years. Like when they're signing the contract, it says this CEO agrees to step down as owner, but to be paid 400,000 a year for two years or any other amount yeah. be 100 or 2 million or 10 million, but CEO agrees to stay in place for the next two years um, or, or else I'm not buying it. Yeah. And so it, it could be that you just bring on a few extra hosts and uh, start to distance yourself. And while it's still 
proving itself and making money, you can you can go ahead and sell it. I, I will say one other thing. It's probably worth more than you think it's worth. Ooh. Uh, on the very first day that I just was putting my toe in the water, I had three people say 50, 52, and 54 or 56,000. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, 50, I sold it to the lowest person, which is I don't know why it's the <laughs> highest one. But, um, oh, actually, I think it was 60,000 was the highest one. But wow. um, I realize that if somebody was to try to start a podcast and get it into that ranking, you know, top 1% yeah. in the world, there is going to be so much swimming upstream uh, to, to do that, that you really don't know the value of what you really have. If you have... 3,500 is how many I had downloads per episode. If you have 3,500 downloads per episode, there are people out there that host events as part of their funnel. And they might spend around a hundred to $500,000 for one event, just one event that uh, a three day event. And they might only have a hundred to 500 people at the event for three days you're giving away 3500 people actively listening downloading subscribed to every effing episode not just a three-day weekend and so it's like we don't understand that there are many people out there that know how to convert something and your audience is extremely lucrative for them so it's very true. It's that's why uh, when I'm talking with podcasters about getting sponsors, it's no, once you know your numbers, people are going to pay for those numbers. Like if you know that you have 3,500 downloads, that's for someone who knows how to convert, that's millions of dollars right there just waiting to be converted into real money. Yeah, 100%. Because so. they, because like you said, they like trust and value your opinion. So, when you come on or you say something and you're you're selling something that you believe in because just don't take the first offer that comes your way people people will trust you and will go to it and want to learn more about it so it's 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 amazing and it's like you said your podcast is worth more than you think um adam we're coming to the end of the episode i'm going to jump off screen i'm going to let you tell the audience where they can find you where they can follow you all that good stuff so the floor is yours Sure. Two quick places. If you do want to follow our podcast, it's called the podcast on podcasting. We have a lot of great value Four episodes a week. Two of them are just me. Two of them are uh, interview episodes with people just like you going through their journey. And if you do want to check out the website, it's grow your show at growyourshow.com. So that's, that's how you can find us. There you go. And ladies and gentlemen, always remember the links will be in the show notes down below so that you can follow Adam and get so much value from his podcast on podcasting. Make sure when you do listen, you listen to my episode specifically and let us know how you guys liked it. And uh, Adam, I can't thank you enough for being a guest again on one of my shows. Um, it's always a pleasure talking to you about podcasting and everything in between. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, everybody, I thank you so much and have a great 
day. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, as a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, feelbetterinc.com, and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is feelbetterinc.com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest in yourself.